What does the cleaning industry really talk about? Beyond Clean with Ace is a podcast to explore just that. Now in its sixth season, Beyond Clean with Ace has hosted hundreds of influencers from around the globe. Listen to people who are excited about providing healthy, positive, and proactive information. Share their experiences, passions, and helpful tips. Now let's join our host, Dave Thompson, Director for the Academy of Cleaning Excellence, as he speaks with yet another leading influencer from our industry. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Dave Thompson. I am your host here at Beyond Clean with Ace. And as you have probably heard, uh, we are in our sixth season this year. This is January, although it's you know, towards the end of January as we record this today. It's a Monday afternoon. Uh, I would say it's bright and sunny here in Florida, but it's a little cool for us here in Florida today. I know many of you are going, oh, so terrible. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's well above freezing. Let's just say it that way. <laughs> uh, folks, we have a special treat for you today. I would imagine it's not something that most of you are going to be in tune with quite yet because you would have thought we moved past this. But for some odd reason, Travis Lee believes that mailing things to people is still a way to do it here in 2022. And I'm like you, I got to find out more. So Travis, if you're on the line, it's yours. Uh, hey, hey, well, thanks so much. Great to have you, or great to be on your uh, on your podcast today. I'm uh, really excited to be here. And, you know, it, it is funny you mentioned what does direct mails, what could be, what is, what should be direct mails role in 2022 as we just flip the calendar here in January. And, you know, I, I hopefully uh, shed some light on that as we move forward. But to put it briefly and bluntly, uh, direct mail is alive and well. It still makes a ton of money for people who use it. It's still a, uh, uh, frankly, one of the two or three largest medias that we have in terms of ad spend. Uh, you know, in, in all the, you know, we've got direct mail, excuse me, we've got digital, we've got TV, radio, we got direct mail, print. All five of them are kind of up there uh, in the in the in the ad spend world. But so I'll start off with now. Now, now before you get oh, too far into this, Travis, I gotta you know, yeah. hey, I'm just one of those. If anybody's listening to me, I just jump in. But I gotta I gotta understand something. Yeah, you do not sound like an old guy like me that's used to getting a lot of handwritten notes. You sound like you're <laughs> not quite that age. So how the heck did you get into this? Uh, well, so it's actually, I mean, in the in the twenty first <laughs> century, how does a young guy like you still stuck with hard print? Funny story. Also, I'll give I'll give you the brief readers reader, readers digest version of this. Okay, so, all right. I started this company with my thought. We're a direct mail company. Our company is called Three D Mail Results, and we help people with creative and unique direct mail. Uh, that's the you know the quick and dirty of it. But okay. back back up a, a little bit. So I started this business with my father in 2008. So before that, so we're talking early, early to mid 90s. I was still in middle school. He had he took over a business called American Retail Supply, and it was a a um, a uh, wholesale distribution company that sold independent and small chain retail stores everything they need to run their store, right? So their garment racks and their and their hangers and their boxes and their bows, right? Anything that they wouldn't sell per se. So we didn't we didn't all, offer yeah, all the material product. stuff it takes to run a business. You got it, 100%. And so he decided, Keith, my father, when he took over as general manager and then later became owner, he decided he didn't really like this idea of having Dozens and dozens of salespeople all pounding pavement, running up and down the street, because that was the model for this business, right? You'd, you'd send them out on the street, they'd go, to a, they'd go to a strip mall, and they'd knock on every retail store, and then they'd go to the next one, right? And they'd work their way around their territory. Well, he figured there had to be a better way to scale this than having a whole bunch of people doing this. And so he got really into direct mail. Uh, studied a guy named Dan Kennedy, who's big in, in the direct mail world, direct response in general. Uh, studied him extensively. That led to Gary Halbert and all the other contemporaries before them, you know, going back to the 50s and the 60s. Well, he used direct mail to grow that business in an industry where, like I said, it was very much a road warrior mentality. 
Um, and he, like I said, didn't like it. And so he was able to, to use direct mail, get customers, convert customers, keep customers. Obviously, he had salespeople, right? This stuff still needed to be sold via, via person, but he was able to get prospects, engage them, you know, get get them ready to buy without a, without shoe leather, if that makes sense. So, so what he did is he used direct mail as his lead generation devices uh, rather than, you know, cold calling, knock on the door. That's a, you are, that is hundred percent correct. So his first direct mail piece went out to, so you've got to think about this, right? Where, when and where are retail stores busy? So he hatched this idea and it happened to be in the winter, right? Right around Christmas. Well, that's what retail store is going to pay attention to direct mail in December. Well, there are, yeah, well, there are places where they will. So at the, and still to this day, one of the, we sold that business, but still to this day, one of their best customer bases is on the cruise lines of Alaska, right? So they have all those, if you've ever been to uh, any cruise, right? They just line up the stores as you get off the, get off the ship and Alaska, it's even tenfold. So we sent a direct, again, we, this is, I was still, like I said, a teenager. Well, you were, hey, were you, were you packing envelopes and stuffing things in this when you learned this? Come on. Now, I, I, I got to think something like that happened, Travis. You're 100% right. I got paid, depending on how old I was, anywhere from 10 cents to 25 cents to, to fold stuff, steal, seal, and put stamps on envelopes. And that's how I would pay for things like I was on a water polo team and a swim team. That's how I would pay for traveling for my sports team. So, yes, I, I probably have stuffed. I don't know, a few tens of thousands of envelopes over my, so, <laughs> over so, my so, career. So, Travis, i got to ask this. Were you ever on any of the posters that you stuffed? <laughs> I can't say that I was, no. No, no, no. Uh, okay. I, I, hey, folks, I, you know, I, I know that, you know, hey, but like I said, Travis, if it comes on my head, this line will come out of my mouth. So, it's like, <laughs> I, uh, how, how much in the ground level did you get with this digital marketing? Well, with the di- with the direct mail marketing, right? Yeah, I'm like, you know, yeah. did you were you in print too, or were you just stuffing the envelopes? So that no, at that, that time, out. at that time, I was just stuffing envelopes. In fact, uh, my mom would. So we we found that hand addressing early on worked really well, right? And so my mom would hand address them, hand them over to me, and I'd seal them and put the stamps on and stack them over on the side. So that's literally how I made money, you know, until I got a, a quote unquote real job and got out from underneath my dad's business, right? And I became a lifeguard, which a lifeguard when you're 16 is a lot more fun than stuffing envelopes. I'll be perfectly <laughs> honest. So, okay. So that's how we, that's the, so we got really good at direct mail doing that. And then we got really good. And I don't even know if we'll have time to get into the, what exactly 3d mail is. Just know that it's different, unique. It, it's different than postcards and regular envelope mailings. And I'll give you a link later on. You guys can go check me out. So it's not just um, what you were doing back in the nineties. Correct. Now, we, even back in the 90s, we were putting things like we would attach real dollar bills to letters oh. or later on, we would affix fake dollar bills because fake dollar bills cost less than real dollar bills. Right. So, <laughs> so, we were, you know, we were able to finagle things like that. We used. Um, uh, we so used, you bought Monopoly uh, games and used Monopoly money, right? So actually what we found, uh, funny that you mentioned that we tried the fake money. So we used real money. Then we used fake money and the results weren't as good. Then we went to, we would go and buy in one case, Peruvian dollars or uh, really any, any kind of cheap denomination that we could get that looked kind of real. It looked a lot like pesos, right? Really? Cause most of these are from central and South America. And we actually found that real money from a different country worked just as well as real money from our country. Right. So really? the, 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 the $1 Peruvian dollar, that cost us 12 cents worked just as well as the dollar, obviously that cost us a dollar and did better than the fake money. Um, you know, so now, we I would have never, like now, now Travis, I would, Travis, I would have never thought of that. That, that is, that is just, just way out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we, one of the big, what, one of the first big projects I came on when I graduated college and came to work with them was we put on a, a, a large boot camp seminar for retail store owners. And one of the ways we marketed was to our, at this point, list of tens of thousands of customers, and we did it via direct mail, right? So we wanted to send direct mail to get them to come to an event, you know, pay $97, come to an event, listen to a whole bunch of world-class speakers on the topic. Well, and then, so for that one, we started 
we sent magic eight balls, <laughs> right? We sent a uh, little eight. puzzle pieces. We sent, I, I see it's been 15 years ago now. I can't think of all the things that we sent, but we sent all different kinds of little knickknacks, trinkets, you know, things like that through the mail. And we got kind of known in the industry as being unique and creative with our direct mail. And people would always come to us and say, where do you get these ideas? How, how do you think of to send a Peruvian dollar? How do you think of to send a magic eight ball? And our response was almost always, well, we go to a dollar store, we walk up and down the aisle, and when we find something we like, we ask if there's 10,000 of them somewhere. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and so, so the qualifying factor is they got to have 10,000 10, of them before you leave a talk. So for this, for this particular project, yes, exactly. Right. So, oh, wow. <laughs> excuse me. So we got sick of doing that. And if you remember, our original company was a wholesale distribution company. So we buy in bulk, we break bulk, we ship it out. Well, isn't that what a dollar store does? So why are we sending people to a dollar store? We should go be buying these things from our myriad of different people that we have domestically overseas, at the, I mean, all over the country, all over the world, really. And let's buy these things, let's warehouse them, and then let's send it out the, and let's provide it for people. So that's, it was a division within a company that kind of hatched this idea. And because we got sick of referring people and, well, it's, the, the business model fits what we already do. So let's take some warehouse space. Let's put some magic eight balls and fake dollar bills and put them on the shelves. And if they can do it, so happens. can we. <laughs> exactly. So All that's right. the semi-quick version of how we got into this business. And then wow. since then, obviously, we, we, we started supplying the stuff. Then the next logical question became, well, can you do the printing and the mailing and the stuffing and the postage and the whole nine yards? So we were. Yeah, because I don't have I don't have time yeah. to do that. I've got my business to run. So here's my here's my challenge. Here's my idea. You make it happen. It, that, and so now that's the bulk of our business. While we do still send stuff to people and and they do it whether they do it in their own their own building, they send it to a different mail house, whatever. Most of our time is spent putting these projects together for people. Exactly. So now we've become a provider of knickknacks to a full service direct mail company, if you will, where we can send, if it, if it's paper and ink and it goes in the mail, if it goes in the mail, if it goes through, the, if it goes through FedEx, if it goes through UPS, we can be the people that send that out for you. So we're yeah, yeah, all yeah, things that, print mail direct and direct mail. That, that's, that's kind of interesting because, you know, here at the Academy Cleaning Excellence, we're a division of Jim Supply, uh, who is our sponsor today here. And, you know, they provide cleaning supplies in Central Florida and, mm -hmm. you know, because we can, we can ship anywhere. So I think it's interesting, you know, as you said, you're a purveyor of, of knickknacks. Uh, you know, we're a purveyor of cleaning supplies, but yet, you know, we have the education wing and, you know, we, 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 we stop short of actually doing the cleaning. Somebody else has got yeah. to use the materials <laughs> at the other end. It's funny how businesses parallel sometimes. You know, that isn't, I mean, you're not too dissimilar from our original American retail. Your gems company is not too dissimilar from our American retail supply company. No. It's, no. Uh, you got a big warehouse of stuff. You've collected a, you've collected a, a group of, of customers that are loyal to you. And now you want to give, yeah, I mean, so we got in, I mean, our boot camp is a perfect example. This was before podcasts, right? No one knew what a podcast was in 2006, <laughs> but a pop, but a boot camp, a seminar, even right, we everyone knows what that was. So we were in the information dispensing side of the business as well, right? So that was, uh, you know, for all the reasons you guys are, it makes your customers a little more loyal. It, it, you become a better a better supplier to them. They see you as a trusted advocate. And oh, by the way, we can sell you all the things you need to be successful. In your case, cleaning. In our case, retail supplies. Well, and that, and that's kind of why I have the Academy of Cleaning Excellence. So it really services locally. You know, all of the customers of Gym Supply here in Central Florida. Uh, we have four campuses here in Central Florida where we have hands-on classroom classes. Now, anybody from around the world can join, and they do. But, you know, predominantly that's what we do. But then we have the online version, and now we have the podcast. So we reach globally now, which is yep. very much what you're doing, too. Yeah, that's what you mean. So, uh, again, with the 3D mail business, we – 
we do the supplying of the stuff. We do, you know, the knickknacks, we do the direct mail stuff. And then we also do the teaching as well. So it, it's kind of come full circle. And, uh, you know, I think that's why I think you and I hit it off a couple of weeks ago. When we discussed this is that it's, you know, two very different businesses, but going about the way that they treat their customers and grow their businesses, I think are very similar. Now, here's the big difference, though. Yeah. We don't do any direct mail. We do everything digitally. Matter mm -hmm. of fact, our conference that we're going to have is going to be a virtual live uh, streaming conference. So, you know, hey, I'm going to I'm going to use us, you know, here today, folks. Yeah. You know, we've got a big event coming on. It's going to be uh, a, a live streaming conference, April the 12th. So you're saying here today in 2022 that if I want to get more engagement to our conference, 3D mail is the way to go? Well, I'll answer it this way. So the short answer is yes. But the biggest thing with this is think of all the marketing messages that you see in a single day, right? And okay. whatever number you're thinking of, it's probably not enough. So in the last research I read that the average American is going to see between three and 5,000 marketing messages each and every day. Now that may three seem like an out, yeah, and that may seem day. like an outrageous number, but think about all the emails. Think about all the roads. So these are marketing impressions, right? So the golden arches as you drove into the studio today, you know, you pass by those, that's a marketing messages. You, you, you pass by all the other signs. You listen to the radio for 15 or 20 minutes. You listen. I mean, this is a marketing message for if we're going to be it so broad, right? Well, yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah, sure it is. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. you got the TV. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so now you add all these things up. And any consumer can only tolerate so many of these messages a day that they'll actually listen to, remember, hear, act upon. And that number is typically of those three to 5,000 a day, you might have a couple dozen that actually make an impression on somebody. Uh, impression being they click the link in the email, they listen to the entire ad and could recite some of it back to you in a form, you know, in a, in a way that made sense, right? Mm -hmm. they, they, they act, maybe they acted upon that ad. Oh yeah, let's, let, let's go hit the golden arches on our way by it today, right? And so what direct mail does, and particularly 3D mail, is it takes those 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 messages and it makes your message become one of the 10 to 12 or 15 they're gonna hopefully remember that day. So with any kind of marketing, with any kind of advertising, the biggest hurdle we have is getting the message listened to, heard, watched, clicked on, looked at, whatever media you're using, gaining attention is the number one goal that we have must supersede all the others because if we don't get attention, everything after that is worthless, right? It's it's why Super Bowl commercials cost so much money because in any in any audience, forty to sixty percent of the audience is there just to watch the commercials, right? So it's it's not because you know the Super Bowl gets a lot of eyeballs, but they get a lot of eyeballs specifically for a commercial to watch commercials. Thus, they can demand even more money than what most people can, and so that's. What direct mail can do, and again, specifically 3D mail, is it makes you one of those dozen or two dozen messages that they're going to remember that day. Um, it's textile. It's holding it in their hand. I don't care if you're a leading edge millennial like me. They, I was born in 1980, so that's like they, that is the earliest date cutoff for a millennial, right? I don't care if you're younger than me. I don't care if you're older than me. When you get tactile something to hold in your hand, to fidget with, to hold, to move around, it's... Uh, it, it makes an impact that other media just can't do because we can't hold it, touch it. I mean, we can even make direct mail smell if we want, right? Okay, so, and, and so what you're talking about is not a glossy um, three-folded pamphlet uh, that we consider junk mail and throw in the trash automatically. So let's, so let's, yeah, so that's exactly right. You're 100% correct. So, Let's use your, you've got your, your boot camp seminar coming up in, in April. I assume they're going to learn stuff on how to grow their business, make more money, be better managers, all that kind of stuff. I, you know, I, I assume without, without seeing the details of it, that's going to be the gist of it. Well, now let's say you've got your list of, 
I don't care if it's one or a hundred thousand, you got your list of five, 500 customers in central Florida, and you're going to teach them how to make more money doing X, Y, and Z. Well, now let's say we take a message. We, 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 we write up a message on that and we stick it inside a real vinyl bank bag. Remember those vinyl bank, going back to my retail store owners, right? Where you actually had to put cash in at the end of the day, zip it shut, you took it to the bank, a real vinyl bank bag. Well, we actually can put a message in there. And now this message shows up inside of a bank bag where we're going to show where that we're going to introduce them to a seminar where they can learn how to make more money and be a more successful business. Now imagine that shows up in their mailbox. Are you going to skip and not open something that shows up in your mail that's inside of a vinyl bank bag, <laughs> right? No one's not. Of, co of course you're going to open. You're going to look at it. You're going to, uh, right? It's, it's that thing that makes you stop and go, what the heck is this? And now you, you've got to look at it because it's so different, so unique. Uh, I mean, we've got a, dozens of other products we could certainly I could give you case studies for and give you examples. But that's the gist of it. You're exactly right. It's, it's not your traditional glossy thing that you, you know, yeah. You know, doctors love to give you a little trifold brochure, right, as you walk out. Oh, well, the I got to tell you, certainly not Travis, that. Travis, I got to tell you, here in Central Florida, we get hit with another lawyer, uh, another attorney. <laughs> like, I mean, it's got to be fifty times a day, and then <laughs> you know, on TV and radio, and then you get the mailers. We are so sick of lawyers and attorneys, but then again. <laughs> My wife had an accident two months ago, and what did we do? You need. Yeah, we well, you had one. to go talk to an attorney. <laughs> yeah, we called one, and, and, yeah. and I think that's what you're talking about. So, yes, we do have to do those, but that's not what you're talking about today. This is, this is. Well, I got to tell you, this is. You know, I've been around for a while, and. Uh, we used to write thank you letters, and you know, in a in a fold out card. We used to send, yeah. you know, messages with our in our, in our personal handwriting. We're not quite quite talking that, but we're talking about being different when everybody else is doing digital. Exactly. I mean, and that's that's really I think what this comes back to is. We have gone so far, and we as a society in general, we as business owners, we as consumers, however you want to chalk it up, we have gone so far now to the digital side that a lot of marketers, a lot of business owners have now forgotten about this whole analog world, right, where we actually oh, live true. and can touch and can feel, right? And so, yeah, but, but we all have something you can touch and feel. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So now you, you know… You know, when others zig, you should probably be zagging, right? If everyone's running towards door number one, the smart people are usually the ones who are running towards door number two. Now, that's not to say this, you know, this is not to say that you can't use digital media, digital, the digital medium of in general. Here I am, a direct mail guy on a podcast telling you to use direct mail, right? So it is I, was just, I was just going to say, now you can't blow the digital stuff. We're talking on yep. a live podcast this afternoon. Yep. Come on. Yep. So it, it's, it's a tool. It, so we've got this digital, or excuse me, we've got this toolbox of marketing and advertising tools, right? And for some reason, the, we have pushed these older ones off to the side and ignore them now at the expense of these other ones. And it's really not a question of, well, what should be in the, what, what, it's not a question of the toolbox itself. It's a question of what tools in the toolbox should we be using for our certain thing at that certain time? You know, so it is not, I, like I said, I still do podcasts. We're right here on this call right now. We do emails to our email list. We do, we, we still use the quote unquote flat mail, but this is another tool in your toolbox to utilize something that, again, a lot of people are going away from. And because of that, so imagine, you know, imagine how much Google pay-per-click ads were in 2001 compared to 2021, right? Oh, so that's totally, totally different. Exactly. Well, so because the demand is, the, the demand has picked up 
incredibly. Well, so well, now, and of course, the cost, per, the cost per click now is not what it was. So, you know, everybody probably now thinking, okay, yeah, but what is all this going to cost me, Travis? Yeah, well, and so, so, so certainly direct mail can cost, well, I shouldn't even say that. It's, it's all of, you've really got to put it in terms of what is my ROI? Right. So what do I what do I think my return on investment can be? So is it more expensive to put something in the mail? Maybe um, I have clients right now. So you, you mentioned attorneys. We do a lot of work with uh, bankruptcy attorneys. We like bankruptcy attorneys because we can get good lists of people who are having financial problems. You're being sued. You're being foreclosed on. You got a low credit score. We can find those lists and we can mail to you because if you're an 820 credit score and haven't missed a payment in 58 months, you probably don't need a bankruptcy attorney. If you yeah, that's where I 20- am, by the way. I finally <laughs> yeah, made it there. Travis, there you go. <laughs> thank you very much. There I finally made it. It took me a long time, but I finally got that 820. I just checked it the it. other day. Thank you. You bet. You bet. But if you juxtapose that against somebody who maybe is being sued by Discover because he hasn't paid his credit card and he's got a 500 credit score. Well, that's a person that needs our help. And so for a bankruptcy attorney to advertise online, it's a very, very competitive medium Uh, for pay-per-click ads, for Facebook. You're talking dozens or hundreds of dollars to get that click, to get that person in. Well, we can send a direct mail letter to that person for about $2 a piece. And now we can make an impression. So I've got a client, he's in your neck of the woods. He's in Tampa. I'll use him as an example since, since we're in central Florida right now. Uh, he's a bankruptcy attorney in, in, in Tampa, Florida. And he's able to now, we get a list of all the people who have been able to, all the people who have gotten sued that day, because it's public matter of public record. We get Tom and Betty and Sue who are being sued by American Express or the, the, you know, the, 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 the doctor bill, the insurance company, whomever, whomever they owe money to. And now we've got somebody who we know has a problem that we can help solve. And for about two bucks a pop, we can be in front of that person at the right time with the right message. You know, and now you again, not to beat up on Google pay-per-click, for example, but it's going to cost them a whole lot more than $2 to get in front of that same person. If they go to Google and type in bankruptcy attorney, Tampa, Florida. And so, you know, we're able to, target better. And in many cases, we're able to get them. Here's something I learned from my mentor, Dan Kennedy. When you can, when possible, if you can reach them before they go out and what he calls beat the search, before he before they go and search for what it is that they're looking for, if you can time it right and be there at the right time, you now have taken a ton of your competitors off the board because now you've shown up at the right time with the right message circumventing them going and hunting and searching for you potentially. And, and so that's just one example of that. But there, you know, in, in all kinds of businesses, there's that, there's that time, there's that moment when you can be in front of somebody. And it's certainly not perfect. Uh, you know, was there a perfect time for American retail supply to be in front of somebody to send them a direct mail piece? Was there that quote unquote bankruptcy moment? Okay, maybe if we went and found People who had opened stores recently, there might be that. Um, you know, so you got to finagle it a little bit. So for us, it was mailing retail store owners in Alaska in in December while everyone else is running with their hair on fire. Ain't nobody in Alaska buying trinkets on the cruise lines in, in, in December. So, you know, that's that's what direct mail can allow you to do. And, 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 and frankly, what a lot of the digital marketers have done, in fact, all of them, is they have taken direct mail principles that go back, honestly, to the Sears and Robux catalogs days. I mean, they were the kind of the original mail order, you know, um, let's, you know, we, we can do, the, the mail's reliable now, here's come 1880 post-Civil War, let's start finding ways to make money via direct mail. And so really all these, all these digital guys have taken direct response, direct mail principles, you know, Cost per click, cost per acquisition, those are not new terms for a direct response marketer. Um, they've just digitized them. So they've taken direct response, direct mail, and put it on and put it on their platforms. Um, but they're, you know, I, I mentioned my, my bankruptcy attorneys, those smart ones now are using both. So I mentioned that we're able to 
get all those lists of people who have been sued in, 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 uh, in Hillsborough County this week. Well, we can now send them that direct mail piece, but we can also now, because of the intelligence, so this is where you, this is where they can work hand in hand. We can now take that same list. This is not my expertise, right? This is what my clients tell me they do. They take that same list and they're able to upload it to, to Facebook or to LinkedIn or to any of these other. And now they can create a custom audience within those platforms and serve them a direct mail ad in the mail with my services, and then also show up in their news feed for bankruptcy help or what, in this case, bankruptcy help. And now you have got two media each coming together. And hopefully, and what we've seen is two plus two equals something more than four, right? Because now we're, we're hitting them digitally. We're hitting them in the analog world. They're getting the direct mail. And, the, you know, that's where this stuff can really work hand in hand. Okay, so folks, I got to tell you, as you're listening to this podcast today, I went on um, 3D site, and it has a place here where you can get a free book. Mm -hmm. And just as promised, I got a little book in the mail on Sunday. Now, I got to tell you, Travis, I haven't opened it up and haven't looked at it because you know, it was a Sunday and I was doing something other than work at the moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, but, uh, you know, I got to look at it. So I'm thinking about our event and I'm thinking, okay, so you're telling me for around $2, I could send something out that uh, would get them to, to look at that. Now, of course we send out hundreds of thousands of emails mm-hmm. uh, like yesterday an automated one went out to probably around 60,000 people. So we can send them something in the mail that they can get tangible that will engage with them outside of and in conjunction with. A hundred percent. In fact, one of the things that a lot of my smart clients are doing right now is they're, they're using, so we, most email providers, whether it's in a, whether it's a stripped down, simply we'll send emails for you, or if it's a more complicated CRM system, you can do what's called lead scoring, right? So based on if they open it, if they click on it, you can basically say, let's do more of this to this person who interacts positively with our message, right? Like I Okay, said, so that's what I was opens. thinking. You know, I yeah. had 60,000 people that I sent to, and my MailChimp tells me, uh, that I got clicks from all of these people. I've got that export list I can export. Then you would take that list and then do direct marketing from that or the full 60,000? I would, so certainly to start with, I would use in the intent base of their actions. So let's say you had 60,000 people, 60,000 emails went out. Let's say you got 25% open rate. Of that 25%, 10% clicked to go learn more right. information. Okay. So now right. we've got that 10%, that the 10% of the six of the 25%. I'm not going to try to do math on the fly, but let's say, <laughs> it's, let's say it's 1500, right? Okay. Just for our, my public school education. So All now right. we've okay. got a list of 1500 people who have said, I'm interested in this topic. My, my intent, my actions have led you to believe that I'm actually interested in this thing. What could be a thing that puts them over the top? Well, let's send them a direct mail piece to those 1,500 clickers now and say, hey, Mr. Prospect, you made a very smart decision wanting to learn more about ABC, XYZ, and here's why you got to be at this event in April. And you sell your event for the April thing. You know what's so interesting as you say this, Travis, is that we have two tickets for this event. And one is free. And people just get to come on for the day and listen to the speakers live. And that's all they get to do. Now, the other one is the Rockstar All Access Pass, which mm-hmm. is uh, they get to listen to the speakers. They get a recording of all of the sessions. They get one-on-one sessions during the conference. And they get a swag bag from all of the speakers, which would include hard copy, paperback, consulting courses, different things that we're going to mail to them after the event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now again, so within our world of 1500 that we just created, let's say half clicked on the free thing and half clicked on the one to know more about the free thing and half clicked on wanting to know more about the paid thing. Well, so now maybe the free guys 
they do get a postcard, right? Because there's not a lot of hard to make money selling free, right? So let's send them a postcard. Well, the ones that sign up, the ones that want to know more about this other, the the paid version, now maybe they do get that bank bag. Now maybe they get, we have these fake express envelopes. They look like DHLs and FedExes, but they mail at first class rates. So instead of ah. 12 or 13 bucks it is, I think it is for FedEx Express. It's, you know, whatever a stamp is right now. I think it's 58 cents for a stamp, right? But so you can, now could you go too far? So that's, could you go down this path too far and now you've got a list of seven and a list of four? Obviously, you could you could slice and dice this too much. But in our example of 1,500, let's say equal amount, click on the free, click on the paid. We send 750 postcards to these people. We send 750 bank bags to this people. And now we have, based on their intent, based on their actions, met them with a message that they – at least for that moment in time, said, I'm open to this. So now we're getting closer to that, well, we're getting really close to that bankruptcy example, right? Where if I just sent a mailer to everyone to everyone indiscriminately, I'll go broke as a bankruptcy attorney. But if I'm able to target that person to that exact person, time, place, and need, now we're getting somewhere where we can really do some fun direct mail. So as you've got an event such as what we're talking about in our example this afternoon, what would what is the your suggested marketing and time frame for the this direct uh, mail? Because you know we're we're used to thinking about it this afternoon and popping it out on digital this evening. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the the uh, I mean, what are we looking at? I mean, we got to rethink this uh, again. I got to do something different here. I got to work a different mindset. What am I talking about doing? Yeah, so I mean, for for an event like yours, I shouldn't say an event. For most events, we're typically working four to six months in advance. So you're right there in the sweet spot right now if we're looking at late okay. April for your event. All right. Um, and I'm really probably hitting them. And it kind of depends on – where the people are, are people come, are they flying in? Are they driving in? Right. So no, no, they're, no, they're, they're going to, they they get to sit at their house. This is a live streaming. Oh, event. Okay. Yeah. So, so really you can go up almost until a couple days ahead of time, whenever you're cut, whenever, if you have a hard cutoff for numbers, right, you've got to work that into your equation, but if they're not going anywhere, if they're doing it from inside, I mean, I had a client um, come to me, they, they were, they were doing something very, very similar. They had this, this online event, they were gonna, they were, a, they were teaching marketing, and we sent it out. I be, this was almost a year ago now, and so we created this fun little. We made a, we made a direct mail package that because it was going out in March, uh, for an, it was almost the exact timing as yours. It went out in late March for about a mid-April event. So this was only two or three weeks ahead of the event. I believe the cost was around a thousand dollars. So this was not a free thing. This was a thousand dollar multi-day thing. Well, because of the timing, we created a direct mail package that looked like an IRS check. So I'm sure so many on this call, and maybe even you yourself, Dave, have seen those. It, you know, it has the little official little, you know, um, eagle in the corner. It has the check showing through the window. And the check was good for $500 off, uh, $500 off enrollment in the boot camp that was coming up. And so we took the time, the March, because IRS checks going out, we created a message around it. We used a unique delivery method, a, the unique looking delivery method. And then we drove them to an event that was taking place, I think, like I said, two or three weeks later. Um, so that is one thing that COVID has allowed us to do as direct mail marketers. If you're doing a lot of this virtual stuff, I mean, you could be marketing right up until the day of your cutoff. Uh, whereas you know that- before, if you were traveling in, You'd have to give them weeks in advance many times. Well, you know, now that you mentioned that, Travis, I mean, you know, we, you know, there are a lot of business people working from home. So when they get a direct mailer at home, they probably have a lot more time to look at than that they've ever had before. I think there's absolutely some truth to that. And we do kind of, you know, so those of us in the B2B space, you're in the B2B space, I'm in the B2B space. There is this, there's this little twist now that has happened and that people don't go to the office every single day. So you've got to, you know, that is something to consider and something that we're kind of 
this 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 yin and the yang and the constant battle of mar- right what works today in marketing doesn't work tomorrow and that, I mean that's any media but how do we maybe reach these people at home and, and in some cases we can so I've got another client works with dentists um, you know for a lot for much of 2020 dentists were in and out of the office right they could be open they couldn't be open depending on where you were and so we were able to get a list of home addresses for dentists and now we were able to market towards them. So that's, again, just another consideration in this modern era of, you know, I think some of it depends on where you are. Uh, if you're marketing in Florida, I, you guys have been more or less economically open for the past more than a year. Well, if oh, you're we've been open for, yeah, we've been open for business. Thank goodness I live in Florida right now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another, but if you're, juxtaposed against New York or California or even where I sit to a certain degree. I'm in uh, Western Washington out in the Seattle area. You know, there's some thing. Right? So this just business is never easy and COVID hasn't made it any easier. <laughs> right. So those are all just things to consider. If I can't but I reach think them at their office, up, can I reach them at their home? But that does bring up, you know, and we, we've used COVID for a crutch for two years. But on the other hand, there's also a lot of advantages too, and I think this is what we're saying here this afternoon, folks, as you listen to this live podcast, is that we're using all of the avenues, and I think more people have time mm-hmm. to listen to things. Now, I know that we hear about all the labor shortages, and I feel it. I, I got it. But we also want to hear stuff that is a little outside. We're tired of hearing the same tired message all the time. And I think this is what's refreshing about our conversation this afternoon is I'm not talking about another way to use MailChimp. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. I, don't, don't get me wrong. I use a lot of MailChimp, but you know what? I, I, that's the reason why I wanted you on the podcast this afternoon, Travis, because I'm looking for things that are different outside of just what we normally do. And even though we talk about cleaning all the time, we still are talking marketing. We all in whatever we do. So the business owners that have to market their cleaning operations, the in-house service operators that, that have to do things, you know, I, I guess there's probably ways to find new job applicants too through this kind of thing. You know, you think folks think outside the box is what we're saying this afternoon, right? Absolutely. I mean, I've had, uh, in fact, uh, been about 12 or 13 years ago now. So about the time we started the business, I went to, uh, I had a, a coach in the real estate space. So this was, you know, 2008, 9, 10, 11, floor fell out of the bottom of the real estate world. Realtors were going literally broke, right? They were, you know, their, their numbers were cut by half or something crazy like that. Well, the ones that survived now had to go and find more realtors to sell their stuff, right? So there's less realtors in the market. And we actually created a direct mail package for them to recruit other successful agents into their into their brokerage house. And so you're exactly right. It, you don't need to be selling a product or a service per se. Anything that you want to sell somebody on, whether it's a job, whether it's, it is your product or service, whatever it is, um, it can be done via direct mail and you can often, like you said, often reach people where they're not inundated with everything, right? So if I'm on link, if I'm on LinkedIn or Indeed or CareerBuilder or any of these other thousand places where I can go to find a job, but now Dave's uh, offer shows up in my mailbox and I don't got 16, 20, 35 other competing messages all at the same time. I have got Dave's letter in front of me. You know, so again, like I said, it doesn't have to be selling a product or service. If you've got something that you want to reach somebody with and you can identify that person, it can be done in the mail. Well, yeah, it's a message, not a product. Mm-hmm. 100%. Absolutely. Hmm. You know, it's, it's an interesting conversation, you know, and, and that's why I like doing the podcast because – until you really get into it, you really never know where the podcast is going to go. And I think <laughs> it, 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 that, that's, that's what's really cool about being able to do digital. But yet, you know, there, there's, there's some people that are talking about, well, I heard somebody say a catalog is coming back out. You know, the hard catalog is coming back out. And we still have people here that go, 
You know, I know that your class schedule is online, but do you have it in print? Yep, yep. I mean, so one of the surveys I saw, this was commissioned by the Postal Service. It's probably been a handful of years ago now, 2015, 2016. I don't think the numbers have changed all that much. But it was along the lines of 60% of business owners and decision makers prefer printed material to digital material. Well, that kind of proves your point. Has that number maybe moved to 55% or 50%? It's probably getting closer that way, but it certainly hasn't flipped, right? We're not 80% give it to me online, 20% put it in my hands. I think we're still probably closer to 50-50. And if you do tell people, hey, it's all online, that's all you got to do is go there. Well, you've immediately turned off somewhere between 50 and 60% of your people who want something in their hands. And, and frankly, the higher up, if it's B2B, the higher up the decision hierarchy you go, that's more the case. If you're B2C, the higher up you go in the income brackets, that's usually the case. Um, you know, millionaires don't go online to check things. They ask friends, they look for things, they collect data, they look, you know what I mean? So, you know, the higher up you go, any, any income bracket, whether that's into the C-suite and B2B, whether that's into the, you know, the millionaire next door, the McMansions, um, they want stuff in their hands. Uh, there's a well, reason you know, they got a desk full of paper. <laughs> and as you say that, one of the things that I've done here with our schedule, uh, class schedule for the academy, is rather than giving them reams and reams and reams of paper, I built a QR code to a flip book. They can print the flip book if they want to. They can actually flip yeah. the pages electronically, but it's a QR code that's at the counter that they can come up and scan and get it right on their phone. But then again, we have on a sheet of paper the QR code so they can take the sheet of paper with the QR code with them. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And, that, and that's, you know, it, we'll, this is probably a topic for another, another call. Um, <laughs> but we'll often send direct mail driving them to redeem the thing online. We call it going from offline to online. So we yep. send them the message and then we direct them, whether it be a, a URL, a QR code, a landing page to go visit, to then finish the experience, whether that be a sale, whether it be a lead, whether whatever it, whatever it is. So again, it goes kind of back to that example where they get the direct mail piece, they see an ad for the, my bankruptcy attorney, you know, you need all you to build a house. You need more than one tool. Well, to build a business, you need more than one tool. You're going to need right. dozens and dozens of tools. And the, if you can make them work together, that's where you're going to have the most success. You don't want them competing. You want them working. Like I said, so two plus two equals something more than four. <laughs> Travis has been great having you on. Um, let's tell our audience where they can get all the information about 3d. You bet. So uh, the book that you mentioned there, if you go to 3dmailresults.com forward slash book. So I'll spell it for you real slowly. 3D, the number three, the letter D, M-A-I-L-R-E-S-U-L-T-S.com forward slash book. Now, if you forget the forward slash book and you just go to 3dmailresults.com, you'll get it there too. But if you want to go directly to the page, 3dmailresults.com forward slash book. You'll get that book that you mentioned, has all kinds of direct mail ideas. It goes into some more depth of what we spoke about here. Uh, one of the things it has is a what we call a swipe file. So one of the things we learned early on is people say, I don't know what to write. How do I write a letter? Well, we've given you about 50 templates to use for all different kinds of things, whether it be prospecting, lead generation, lead conversion, uh, targeting old and old and expired clients and customers, all different kinds of ways to do that. It's completely free. 3dmailresults.com forward slash book. And I'll mail one out to you and you'll have it within a couple days. Folks, you couldn't ask for anything better than that. Here you have a live show. You got free information. Now you can get a free book and all of these 50 templates too. I've got mine to look at. I don't know about you, but I'm going to get started with it because, hey, as we said this afternoon, I got an event coming up and I got to try everything I can to get you to come and listen. So beings that we're talking about that folks, I've got to give it a plug. It's called pep talks, 2022. 
It is a live streaming event all day, starting at 9 o'clock in the morning for 12 hours till 9 p.m. So that way everybody on the East Coast and the West Coast can join in on the live event. It's going to be streamed right to you in the safety and comfort of your own environment. Uh, we'll have 20 or so speakers from across the world give their 15-minute talk. You can, as you heard, you can join in live, just free, listen to the speakers and go on. On the other hand, by the all-access pass, you'll get to listen to all the speakers, get into the one-on-one -on -one sessions, have recordings afterwards, so you can listen to those and go back to them forever. And you'll also get a swag bag from all of the speakers on their books, their publications, courses, all kinds of things. Where do you get that? www.peptalk2022.com. Our address here at the Academy is www.academyofcleaning.com. Yes, we're all over Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. You've got it, all of those places. Our right, three words for our show is healthy, positive, and proactive. I think we got the proactive part nailed pretty good today. <laughs> if you follow anything of what we said here, it's all about proactively doing things a different way. Travis, I've got two questions for you. Ready to catch the ball? Uh, yeah, shoot. Where were you born? I was born in a, a town of Renton, Washington, which is just south of Seattle. Uh, so if you know the original uh, Boeing, literally above – two miles from the original Boeing plants in Renton, Washington, in the south end of Lake, of, uh, Lake Washington. And what is on your personal bucket list for this year? Not business. Bucket list for this year. Well, it, I'll, I'm, actually leave, this was, I'm actually leaving this afternoon, uh, and it was a bucket list. I'm taking my son for his 12th birthday. We're going to go snow skiing in, in Salt Lake City. So we're gonna, that, is, that is what I'm going to tip off for this year. Um, right away, so my son, we're going to go uh, go skiing at uh, Alta Snowbird for a couple of days. We're big snow skiers. We we get about 30 to 35 days a year and at the mountain. But lo looking out, what else would I want to do personally? Let's see. You know what? I think it might sound a little cliche, but my son's turning 12, like I said, next week. I think I just want to spend more time with my kids before they they're 8 and 12. And I think if I could spend more time with them, and a little less time at the office, I think that would be an awesome way to, 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 to tick off for 2022. How about that? Now, folks, I got to tell you, if you listen to all of these podcasts in sequence, our last guest wanted to dance herself into oblivion. So <laughs> now, now, now we got somebody wants to go freeze his rear end off in, at, you know, in Salt Lake City. I don't know which yeah. one you're going for, folks, but there's a reason we ask these questions, folks. No matter where you started your journey, you're going to end it somewhere. You're in control of that journey. So what we want to say here is make it healthy, positive, and proactive. Enjoy the journey wherever it's taking you. Travis, thank you for this insight into direct mail marketing and the digital age of 2022. I've got some things to change, I think. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, food, you know, food for thought, something to think about in this digital age. Thanks for being on, and uh, hey, you're always invited to come back and talk with us some more. Sounds great. Looking forward to it, Dave.